Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 3 Episode 6, it is called Booby Trap. So full spoilers for the episode as always and I'm giggling to myself because it just occurred to me that it's a booby trap in more ways than one. Uh, so, <laughs> kind of. Uh, so this is a weird episode, uh, I'll say. It's yeah. weird because... We have this this main crisis, which is they find this old derelict ship that's not recent. It's you know from an old war between these two alien species. If I let me just get the, the names up here, uh, the Menthars and the Promelians. Promelians I remembered a bit better because it's Prometheans, just a little bit different uh, yeah. from Ma- Mass Effect. This was like a thousand years ago. This war. Yeah, long war. Uh, you know when they're looking at stuff on the ship, they're, they're talking about how the technology's a little bit behind them. But Picard points out, hey, when they were building this, we were just perfecting the mechanical clock so i mean you know they, they were ahead uh yeah. once upon a time you know we didn't know about uh you know other species or alien races and all like that so you've got that that's kind of an interesting premise right and the idea is is that the the other side of the spore this is a promelian ship and the menthars left a booby trap there was this kind of thing that would soak in the radiation that the ship you know that the start there the different starships all let out and sort of hit, hit it back at them and it becomes this kind of almost like a chinese finger trap kind of thing almost the solution even makes me think of that in a weird way uh where the more power they put in the ship to try and get away from this trap the more it intense it gets and the tougher it gets so uh, yeah, you know, really, really, it's the straightforward, simple stuff. Uh, I like that. I like Picard being excited because he's a bit of a, a nerd for ships. Uh, I enjoyed early on when he's trying to explain, oh, he never had a ship because, because obviously Picard doesn't usually go on the the missions, right? But he's like, no, no, number one, like I'm I'm going the away mission for this because uh, I had a ship just like this in a bottle as a boy, and Riker's kind of acting weird. Data is like, I was never a boy. Worf's like, I did not play with toys. And then lucky for Picard, though, O'Brien, O'Brien. Jumps in and says, "Oh, I, I had ships and balls as a as a boy, sir." Uh, yeah. Was it was it not a uh, Geordie who had one was it last season, season before? You're right. No, I don't remember season one. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. There was an episode where Geordie had one, but he wasn't in the scene. <laughs> Conveniently. Yeah. I mean, no, but it was worth it though for the joke where after Picard beams out, uh, Riker just stares at O'Brien and was like, "It's like, sure I did. you did. I did. I loved yeah. them. Ships and balls are great." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riker's there just going you ass licker <laughs> oh dear. which is the polar opposite to Worf just going I don't play with toys he does have to say yeah, don't be a chill Picard yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know Picard's like all do- you know, like, ooh and ah and look at all the doohickeys in the ship and he's like you know you'd think a starship from this long ago would be a mess of design but no everything's efficient and you know it's, it's immaculate and it's a wonderful stuff he's all excited so that you know even when he comes back and Troy's kind of giggling because she's never felt Picard feel this happy <laughs> she's kind of like oh i'm not used to you being this excited sir <laughs> like yeah i'm using stuff all that i enjoyed all those bits the main plot though and it's weird to say that's not the main plot and it is kind of it's still the crisis to which the main plot is trying to solve it still factors into what's going on but the main plot of this episode is that jordy's not having a lot of luck with the ladies it's the, the episode starts with him on a date in one of the holodecks where he's got a beach set in and he's got a breeze he's got a violinist playing and the, you know the woman's just not in, that interested uh, everything that he, every time for help i don't want to say this was good writing or ingenious writing or anything like that, but it's almost like the trap itself where the stronger he comes on uh the more she resists and i guess it's kind of true even the advice gainan gives him is kind of like hey be yourself stop trying too hard so i get that i thought it was a little weird though where she was like joe you know, i'm just not really into you that way i'm like 
this was clearly a date he asked you out on. Why did you say yes in the first place? I felt guilty at first, and then said yes, and then regretted it because then he started laying on all these romantic moves. I don't Maybe. know. Seemed a bit weird. Uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, sure, she just spared poor Jordy some pain, but it wasn't exactly, you know, she, she gave it a try. Wasn't yeah. feeling it, you know. Uh, but he's really upset. Even even Wesley, who, as we know, is in complete control of the ladies, uh, completely gets, oh, no, that day ended quickly. This is a bad sign. Uh, and data plays along. But where it gets weird is that once the crisis starts, Jordy's trying to figure things out. And there's a couple of offhand comments from him about how he's having trouble with the ladies right now and he's, he can't find anyone, he's kind of upset. Uh, but he has this idea to like go back to the, like, when, because anything to do with the warp drive makes the radiation worse, makes the, the bounce back of radiation worse. So he, he, he looks into the, the records, he's like, okay, who designed the warp drives? Who was the engineer who made the warp drives, right? And there's a moment where, when the computer says the name, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, let me just get it. Brahms. Oh, yeah, Brahms. Not well, why I remembered that, because yeah. I, I remembered it because the music that was played on the date was a, was a Brahms piece. Oh, very good. Now, Brahms, of course, the uh, the titular boy in The Boy. But no, this is, that's not the important name, though. The important name is the first name, because the computer says Leah Brahms, and he's like, Leah? And I went... Oh god, where's this going? This woman is either dead or has is ancient by this point. Like, there's no way she's like his age. So I'm like, what, what, where are we going with this? And then it gets what into make, what makes you think that she's really old? Well, because she designed the original warp drives. Did you? I thought she designed this specific warp drive. I thought it was the original ones. I thought it was. Uh, okay, maybe you're right. I, I I thought it was this specific model that that they're using. Um, I don't. I mean, you're right. I, I took it as the original warp drives, uh, which I think is a bit near for the episode, just in the sense that if she is this age right now because she did just design them in the last few years, you know, it's like why doesn't Jordy call her up since he clearly gets on with this woman? <laughs> Maybe he should try speaking to her. I would, I would love a follow up because you know it, it says, oh yeah, it's it's within like nine percent of sure. her personality. I would love a follow up where that nine percent is just so drastically different. Now, so I got I got concerned there because I, I immediately went, oh, it's a woman. Okay, where are we going with this? Like, this is clearly a good time to his, his relationship issues right now. And he goes into the holodeck and he's doing like a simulation to try and figure out uh, what to do. And to, and, and to be fair, it's an offhand comment that he doesn't intend to mean build a thing that the computer takes as, oh, we'll build a simulation of the person, right, of Leah. Uh and he's kind of surprised by this, and she's there to help, but she has, you know, she's just, she's purely robotic, she just sort of spouts out facts, nothing, you know, no personality. Yeah. But it's the moment where he basically said, because first of all, he looks at her and he's like, oh, and I'm like, Jordy, what you, no. And then, the moment he says, like, computer, can you give her personality as well? Can you, like, you know, do a, you know, facsimile of her, of her, who she is? And like, computer's like, well, I could get it within about 9%, you know, it's like, that'll do. And I'm like, this is unhealthy. I I started sitting here being like, Jordy, don't do this. This is unhealthy. This is psychotic behaviour. What I will say is, though, yes. very ahead of its time, because the movie Her didn't come out for another 25 years. Now, see, here's the thing. Here's, here's why I think these two things are different, right? Now, obviously, I, I have no problem with movies exploring the idea of falling for a computer or an AI or whatever, right? The problem here, or the, or the problem that's not in Her, is that he doesn't intend to like go down a path where he's falling for an AI. It happens very slowly and gradual. But there's a moment here where Jordy basically decides, like, 
you know, I'd quite like her to have a personality so I could flirt with her, <laughs> like, and I'm just like, what? This, this is like, because the end of the episode, because before, before he ends the simulation at the end, he, uh, like, they kiss, right? And then, and then the simulation goes away and he walks off and it cuts to the, you know, the, the exterior shot with the credits coming up and it's this sweet music playing. And I thought, this isn't sweet. This is, he essentially, this was yeah. like a, this was like getting a blow-up doll for, like, you know, to make yourself feel better. That is, <laughs> for lack of a better. And hey, if that's what works for you, it works. But it's not sweet. Uh, I mean, okay, I, I, I know what people are going to say in the comments. Like, okay, sure. He he meets someone who is interested in the same things he is. You know, in this case, engineering and, you know, the math and the science and all that, right? I get that, right? It's, it's showing him that there are people out there who will appeal to him, who, who, who he will appeal to because they have the shared interests and so on and so on. It's a bit of a confidence boost, all these things. But there was just too much about this that felt weird, especially when... As time goes on, and one of the ideas is to shut down a lot of the power on the ship and conserve it, right? Because it'll maybe stop the radiation levels building. And they're on a bit of a time cruncher because eventually the radiation levels are going to get through the shields anyway. But uh, they turn everything off, and the, the simulation turns off, and Jordy's kind of standing there on his own, and he's like, no, no, like, what, computer, turn it back on. And I was like, that sounds like a desperate man who needs his, his like, he's, he's, it's like he's addicted. He needs his thing back, and he's upset about it. And he actually calls Picard and says, hey, I was working on something, we had a simulation going, I was using one of the original engineers to like form a strategy, and I think we were getting somewhere, and Picard's like, okay, yeah, uh, ship, you know, give power back to Holodeck 3 or whatever it was, and I'm like, okay, fair enough. But I, I, I started getting nervous at various points in this episode towards this, even though we're kissing, I'm like, oh god, someone going to walk in and see Jordy kissing the, like, a computer simulation. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> probably not no the truth the truth that yeah but i i mean it's one thing using it for pure like porn reasons and then another thing here where it's kind of an emotional attachment i don't know yeah. that, that's just felt very unhealthy to me the whole time oh, oh, oh it was it was unequivocally unhealthy i felt uncomfortable because i like Jordy, and this felt creepy yeah yeah i don't like Obviously, we we weren't sure whether or not it was she she you know how old she actually is mm-hmm. in reality. I'm not sure which way is worse because if she is real and then he meets her, that's going to be really awkward for her. Yeah, how do you start that conversation? Oh, by the way, I kind of hung out with a computer simulation of you that was within about nine percent accurate. You know, you but we seem to head it off. Do you want to go out sometime? <laughs> yeah, and I just imagine he'll be immediately like, "Oh, yeah, it's her," and she'll be like, "Who the hell's this guy?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So much of it was just felt like a, it was. It was. It was like a teenager getting his fantasies fulfilled. Yeah. In a way that just yeah. felt kind of. I mean, I keep saying unhealthy, but I, I guess to the point where like. Just, just the way it miraculously appeared. The way, the way, like everything just kind of came together to give him this situation. I don't know. It just all felt a bit too concocted. Uh, for when that was the opening sequence, I got a bad feeling about the episode in general. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh. We're dealing with lady problems, and that often doesn't end well for this show. No, it relationship stuff doesn't end well with, with this show. There's the odd gem in the rough. There's, there's you know, uh, Troy's mother hunting Picard for an episode, yep. and that can be fun. Yep. But for the most part, whenever it deals straight up with romance, uh, Star Trek kind of follows. And I think it's one of these things where the actual idea of what's going on is actually kind of interesting. You know, the, the, the actual conflict, the, the danger, the situation they're in, is actually yeah. entertaining and ultimately when because the computer essentially there's two solutions the computer offers the idea of well no human or no, no living being can make the decisions quick enough that the computer can so the computer should take complete control 
and then ultimately Jordy comes up with the opposing idea which is the the opposite no 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 you do it like those old ships did you you know because Picard at one point is talking about how he liked old planes how it was just a couple of engines and that was it you know that's how you did to keep you in there you had to do everything manually and Jordy's idea is like no no, no. If we just drop all of... Because all of our energy going out is what's beaming back at us. If we drop all the other tech, if we drop all the other energy, all the propulsion, and just have two basic engines and manually try and sort of steer out, uh, can we do that? And ultimately, Picard picks that option. And Picard's like, Wesley, you're relieved. And he sits down and Picard pilots manually. Uh, and I actually quite like that sequence. Uh, when he's like, just... I, just, I thought it was, uh, it, was, it was really well done. This is one of those rare times where... I can see how this looks in like a modern Trek show and be like, oh, I can see this this sequence working really well now. Mm. Whereas, you know, you know, a lot of the times we talk about how, you know, modern Trek's got so actiony and has kind of forgotten about the other side of things. Uh, whereas this sequence here, th- this this was made for a modern episode, like, you know, of Discovery piloting through the asteroid field or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and hell, Discovery even had one of the shorts. One of the short tracks was about uh, the guy Kane, or the computer AI kind of falling for the guy, right? The one in the future. It did, yeah. Uh, and that was much better. That that again, that was a natural kind of like they're spending time together for a long time. Uh, you know, feelings are building and growing. Uh, you know, it felt as healthy as something like that can feel. Uh, this is the complete opposite. Where I just the entire time I felt like, oh, Jordy, don't. <laughs> he's he's just intentionally going for it, isn't it? He's like, oh, I got an idea. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get. I mean, it's one of those weird things because uh, they're on a ship, obviously, and so there's a limited amount of people that they're around at any given time. It's not like you can go meet completely new people. As, it's, as... it's weird because we know there are literally thousands of people on the ship. That's true. Yeah. So um, I mean, it's like it's it's like a small city. Kind of, yeah. That's the weird thing about the starship, especially in this show, because now they've added the families thing. You know, you know there's, there's kids and everything now. This will have homes. This will have. Uh, I mean, we see one bar, but I assume there's more than one. I assume there's I, I assume several. There is. That, that, that's maybe the closest one to, yeah, you know, the 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 officers' quarters or something, because that tends to be who we see visiting there. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like a community. So I, 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 it's kind of it's kind of a weird situation where there is a lot of people, but at the same time. If you feel like you've not found someone after a while, if, he, if he's actively looking at us, and then you get to a point where you feel like, oh, I've kind of exhausted Exhaust the ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. It's a, but that's the thing. It's, it's not uncommon for someone who is on a ship to be married or whatever, and their spouse is at home, and it's just like, well, I'm, I'm just, for the next two years or whatever it is, whatever my tour is, I'm just alone for two years, and then, you know, I can get back to that part of my life when I get back. Yeah. Uh, Again, Star Trek, this, especially with this ship, it's a little bit weirder because it has families and stuff and all that all over the ship. But, uh, yeah, besides, I mean, hell, you saw how thirsty Tasha was when it came to uh, yeah, certain yeah. things. Yeah, she was up for anything. Data. Data. <laughs> data came in handy, shall we say. Uh, so, now, kind of a weird episode uh, in that sense. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed uh, Guinan had a, a mention about... Uh, Presumably Picard, you know, saving her at some point. I, oh, yeah. I assume we'll see that eventually or hear more about it. Yeah, because uh, Jordy asks, like, you know, what do you look for first in a man? What's the first thing you you, you look at? And she's like, uh, their head. And he's like, oh, their mind, yes. No, 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 their head. I like bald men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was. Um, so, yeah, that, was a, that was a weird episode. Uh, probably one of the weaker ones we've had. 
uh, in this yeah, season. I, I was surprised that the IMDb score on this was a bit higher than some previous ones. Yeah, that was a bit odd to me as well. But, you know, I, I there's... Hey, you know, there's still going to have weak ones once in a while. Uh, so if but I look it forward... It terrible. It was just, it was just like I say, uh, a mixed bag because it was weird and then the actual crisis had so much potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking at next time though, episode 7 next for next episode, it's called The Enemy. Uh, and here's the description. LaForge gets left behind on a storm-plagued planet when the rest of his team encounters a Romulan warrior. Okay. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm a treat. I'm a treat. So, uh, next one sounds like we're back kind of on track. Uh, but yeah, uh, but that has been... Uh, what was this one called? Uh, Booby Trap. That's it. Uh, that has been Booby Trap. So, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, you can get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv and give us a little as dollar per month. And for that one dollar, you get some bonus episodes of some of our movie podcasts. At five dollars, you get early access to some stuff, including these Star Trek reviews. Uh, we're going to have a look and see if you're interested, but uh, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. And remember, when it comes to the ladies, as we were reminded in this episode, when he was coolly, he was he was keenly aware of exactly what Jordy was going through. He knew it was like a sixth sense, man. He knew. When it comes to the ladies, Wesley Crusher is in complete control. <laughs>